wow, you know, here I am. <laughs> and, you know, this hasn't, a pandemic hasn't happened in over a hundred years, and here we yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. From the Iola Register, I'm Tim Stauffer. And I'm Richard Lucan. And this is Registered. In this week's episode, I sit down with Rebecca Johnson, the director of the Southeast Kansas Multi-County Health Department, to talk about her first 14 months on the job. In her short tenure, she's been tasked with leading Allen, Anderson, Bourbon, and Woodson counties in their response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Rebecca and I talk about what the SEK Multi-County Health Department is doing, as well as where it can improve in its efforts to keep us all safe and healthy. Well, I wanted to start and just ask you kind of, um, is it okay if we begin? Sure. Okay. I feel like you're fairly new to a lot of people in Iola and Allen County, so I just wanted to know just kind of some stuff about you, where you live, where you're from, kind of what your family, what you like doing. Well, um, I'm originally from Lynn County and Mound City. Um, I uh, live just... Uh, uh, over the state line, just right, out, um, right outside Fort Scott, um, and I have a husband and three children. Um, what else were you? No, I don't know. Just kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How long have you been working with uh, um, the Multi County Health Department? Um, a little over a year. I started April first of two thousand nineteen. Oh, okay. So what were you doing before here? Uh, I was a school a school nurse here at Fort Scott. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And how often do you make it over to Iola? Do you get over it? I mean, I know because yeah. it's right now. It's not so much because you know with uh, everything that's been going on, the mass gathering stuff. So I haven't. We've been doing um, a meeting uh, like via Zoom or something like that, or more phone calls. But uh, uh, it's it it's just kind of varies. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you like the job so far? Oh, I do. It's yeah. it's really interesting, and there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of different things about it. Uh, it's it's never it's never boring. <laughs> Good. Put it that way, yeah. So. What are some of the uh, challenges that that you've found so far, and then what are some of the biggest kind of rewards in the work um, that you've done? Well, uh, one challenge was um, getting this building remodeled. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that was uh, what I, I started out working on to begin with when we when I started here. Uh, but we we got that done. We got moved in and everything. Um, and I had been working in uh, Iola um, during that time period, so the drive was um, a little a little far to be doing every day. But um, glad to be over here now. Um, um, I don't know, there's just there's a lot of different things compared to school nursing that you know with uh, with public health and there is uh, with what I had been doing so. Um, what are some of the biggest um, differences there? <laughs> well, uh, besides the age group of the, the population, yeah, the that age you're group serving. would be the first thing, and then we're you know we work with the parents quite a bit, and it. Uh, I can give you a lot of similarities, I suppose, but uh, um, uh, working with uh, multiple grants that would be that would be one of the biggest things. Um, at the school, I worked with some you know, grants that we worked on um, here and there, but, uh, and we worked on throughout the year, but it wasn't anything compared to, um, compared to the health department and what uh, work we do here. And 
that would be that would be uh, something that was challenging. Um, but uh, I've had a lot of good guidance and everything along the way, so um, it's uh, been in been getting through that fairly well. I feel like um, uh, flu season is something different where you have to um, you have to have your uh, uh, vaccine pre-booked, and mm -hmm. then you have to make sure you get. Um, you know, uh, clinics uh, scheduled and um, uh, advertised for that because you, you request quite a bit of flu vaccine and if you, you know, you don't, um, you don't use it then you have to send it back and then you may not um, get, you may get a, a somewhat of a refund but if you, if you don't use enough of it you, you, you probably won't. <laughs> um, I had a question, you touched on it briefly with regards to grants with the funding. Um, the last time you were in our paper, it was when you went in front of the county commissioners and requested mm -hmm. some additional funding. Sure. But you just mentioned some grants. How does the support for SEK, multi-county health department, kind of, how does that balance out? What percent of it's grants, county support, federal, state? How does that break uh, down? That's that's a good question, but it's, uh, it's <laughs> um, I'm not sure I can give you that answer exactly today, uh, but each each of our grants pay for a portion of our salary. Um, they'll pay for uh, supplies, um, for um, like uh, like training that we do. Um, then uh, I mean, it, they're all just different. So I, it's hard to tell you. I mean, no, we, okay. we go from you know WIC to um, uh, disease investigation. Um, and then you've got uh, child care licensing and uh, emergency preparedness. So, I mean, uh, those are just, you know, a few here that we do. And then um, it, it, there's, there's just, there's, it just varies quite a bit. But um, it's, it's, I guess, hard to, hard to answer that question no, specifically. Well, you've got a huge territory to cover. It's Allen, Anderson, Bourbon, and Woodson Counties. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some of the challenges of serving such a large portion of the state? Um, well, probably a, a big challenge for me is that, um, you know, I, I am from southeast Kansas originally, um, but I don't, um, I don't know all that many people in, um, say, Allen um, Woodson or, uh, or Anderson as much as I do Bourbon mm -hmm. County. Um, so... That just knowing people and 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 but but I really this this COVID nineteen has forced um, I think everybody across the state to make more connections and uh, develop uh, those relationships with uh, people that you don't know and then people we I still haven't even met but I talk to on the phone almost right. daily or email or right. you know Zoom or something like that. So um, that that has been a big challenge, just uh, knowing who's who, and there's just a world of people that um, that uh, that I guess assist us, or that we help them, or or um, just there's just so many people involved more in this than there would than there was in, in other jobs I've had in the past 
because it's like you know you kind of have your little world of where you're working here but then but then when you're in the health department well you're here but then you know across the state too you have to have all those you know connections and everything too so that's been a little bit challenging but as I've been going along um, meeting different people and going to different meetings I mean besides you know, COVID-19, you know, I've, uh, throughout the year, I've gone to conferences and meetings, so there's lots of different people um, that I've met, and, and the more, you know, you get to talking to somebody, the more, you, you know, kind of put that face to a name and everything and figure out, you know, what they do or what what part of part of this they, they play. And I'll get to the, I have some questions about COVID-19 generally, but outside of that pandemic, what are some of the challenges when it comes to public health here in, in our county, and what are some of the, uh, or in this region, sorry, not just in our county, but looking at the four, four counties that you serve, what are some of the main focuses of, of your organization, and where do you think you guys need to um, really focus and invest more time and energy? Well, um, I, I think... Our areas are um, socially, you know, economically, we're um, in a lower, a lower portion. Um, or, and I hope I'm not giving the right words for this. I'm like, I'm a little nervous to talk to you today. Fine. But, um, uh, social, you know, social economic, we're um, we're lower in this in this region. Um, so that makes you know some challenges uh, for us and and for and for the public and the residents as well. Um, so that would be something I think. And then also, what does that bring when we talk about poverty and, and its relation mm-hmm. to health? How does it affect both adults and children? Well, um, I think just you know not um, some not having insurance, uh, maybe possibly education wise. You know where do where do that where do they lie, and then kind of knowing what is uh, available out there for them. So that's something we're kind of you know working on. We are we've um, applied for grants for, um, I mean just take for instance um, like birth spacing. Mm-hmm. Like um, you uh, prefer to have children spaced out um, greater than sixteen months uh, apart. Uh, so we have been working um, to. Uh, you know, educate educate moms and everything on that, or women, and then also um, we have had in the past, and we've applied for um, a grant to um, help uh, assist in getting um, uh, women like uh, like an IUD or something like that to uh, um, kind of help decrease that. Um, that uh, that space or in, excuse me increase that spacing so it's not um, so close together. Um, you guys offer your services. Let's focus on the family that doesn't, or you know, family members who don't have insurance. Services that SEK Multi uh, County Health Department offers. They're on a sliding scale, or are they mm-hmm. free for all, or how does um, it how does it, it work? Well, it just depends. Um, it's it's kind of a complicated um, process, and I'm I'm learning this too as I go along. But um, uh, I mean, we we do take insurance, but um, also there is a sliding scale policy, um, and it depends on um, y- your age, 
and it also depends on your sex. So um, if uh, it's, it has to do with our maternal child health grant, and that goes along with that. Okay. So um, like immunizations, um, different services other than that that we provide, that's, that goes along with that, and that's something that we have to follow um, mm -hmm. as um, uh, grantees of, the, of that particular grant. We'll be right back. In these uncertain times, many things have changed. Plans have been placed on hold, events and celebrations canceled. But some things shouldn't change, like your goals and dreams. A college education is still your best path forward. And now is a great time to learn online. Allen Community College has been providing award-winning distance education for 20 years. With exciting courses, in-demand programs, and credentialed instructors, Allen Online Learning is the region's leader in quality higher education. Allen is enrolling now. Summer sessions begin June 8th. And the fall semester begins August 17th. With one low tuition rate, fall scholarships, and financial aid available, Allen remains accessible and affordable. Visit allencc.edu to learn more. Allen Community College, where more than education, we're opportunity. Turning to the COVID-19 pandemic, looking at it here in this, in the four counties that, that you serve, um, what are some of the big takeaways that you've seen either in, in the amount of cases or the lack of or kind of the social distancing measures? How have you felt the four counties' response has been and, and compare that to other parts of the state? How do you feel, how do you feel we've done here compared to other parts. I, I think we've done fairly well, and we, um, I, as, as you know, I'm having this uh, meeting with you today, um, I'd been going over um, something that was uh, required for our um, emergency preparedness grant, kind of going over an annual report and listing everything that we've done throughout, you know, through like maybe January until now. And I feel like, um, at least on our end, we've done quite a bit of education um, for the public, whether it be on Facebook, radio, newspaper, or sending it to like our county clerks to put it on their webpage. Um, so I feel on that end, we've kind of, you know, been alerting the public, hey, this is this is what's coming, and this is what's here, and this is what's going on now. Um, and I think for the most part, people have been following recommendations and mandates um, as best possible. Um, and then um, for our cases, uh, we've been fairly fairly low. Uh, so, and I feel because we've been on top of that and on the ball and been able to reach out to all their contacts and everything um, before it would spread any further that that um, uh, that helped really decrease the spread of yeah. this and it would it did and I think my staff did an excellent job and um, so I'm very very thankful for that and that all their knowledge um, one question I had and I'm going to try and walk my way through this, but with Governor Kelly's latest instructions regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of the responsibility for mandates and restrictions on activity has been left now to the counties. Mm -hmm. And so the KDHE is basically issuing guidelines, but the counties are officially in charge of what restrictions and mandates they'll place on economic activity and you know social distancing. 
how have we, how have the different counties responded? Have you seen a, a different approach in Bourbon County as opposed to Allen, or have they all kind of, because in Allen it's kind of, you know, we're open. <laughs> it's been the headline, you know, everybody's kind of there. I've seen that. Um, well, I know that I met with our commissioners from our board, which there's four commissioners on our board and one from each county. And then I've also reached out to the rest of our board and asked them what they felt, you know, how they felt and what they thought we should be doing. But it was pretty, I mean, the same across, you know, across the board, um, that, you know, we would like to leave this as a recommendation to follow um, the guidance document that's still out there that, that was the Ad Astra plan. Um, so I feel like w as the local board of health and the health officer, we were all on the same page. Um, so, and I feel like that's still really the, the, the case that, um, that we are recommending and even, even the counties, you know, um, are to follow that plan through because, I mean, just because, you know, the order, uh, the governor's order that she issued is is no longer in place for 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 that plan or you know the mass gatherings and everything and that you know it doesn't mean this whole thing went away so right. it's still here right and we're still seeing that you know other other counties around us are getting more cases and everything so it's I mean it's not gone by any means um, but hopefully um, you know, we're able to have a little bit better handle of it now that we have a little bit of um, experience with, you know, just recently of what we've dealt with. What is your relationship like with the county commissions? So there's there's four that are on the board. Mm -hmm. That um, do you do you do you have regular contact with them? Um, I do. And with the you know the mm -hmm. county commissions as a whole. What's kind of your the nature of your communication with them? Is it something that you're in touch with them on a weekly or monthly basis, or is it? I would say at least weekly, if not more. Mm -hmm. um, uh, our board president is uh, is a commissioner in Anderson County, and then our vice president is um, the commissioner here in Bourbon County. Um, so, and then I don't know. I I frequently talk. I feel like I frequently talk to all of them, and then there's other members of our board I speak with also. So, um, I, I guess can you read, uh, read? Tell me what you're exactly. No, I think that's what I was looking okay. for. I was just kind of curious okay. as to kind of the nature of communication, whether it comes from um, mm -hmm. you kind of telling them. One thing I'm curious about is just say there's another spike or a, a mm -hmm. fall wave. And things need to change. Mm -hmm. We need to do something different because all of a sudden there's a spike in cases in Allen County. Does the direction for that come from you? Would that be your place stepping in and saying, "Hey, mm -hmm. Bruce, you know we need to we need to change this up." Um. Yes. That that would they would uh, take. Um, I'm like I have better wording for somewhere else. I'm sure, but um. Uh, they would take, I would believe that they would take recommendations, and that's what, that's what I've been told as well, um, from the, the health officer, and, um, I guess going back to, um, I know I haven't made any, um, specific health orders for, um, Allen County, but Bourbon County, for example, um, uh, specifically when we're talking about, like, the mass gatherings or, um, uh, staying at home order, um, that, uh, 
I I reached out to the commissioners here mm-hmm. and also our board to um, you know talk about what uh, what I had in mind prior to me issuing an order. I mean, first of all, I'm very new, mm-hmm. and so you know it's not something. And and prior to this, I don't believe there had been maybe any. Uh, orders by the health officer. I'm not really so this sure. Is the first. I'm kind of yeah. wondering if there was. I hmm. but I don't really think that there had it been a really need to unless unless it was some specific thing where um maybe there was a a case of you know some other kind of a disease or um that would just hmm. but I I don't know because I haven't you know I haven't but I haven't seen anything like that so I don't think um so this job has been a real I mean this particular since the beginning of the year it's been a baptism by fire really <laughs> I mean yeah. within your first yeah, two years on the job dealing and, with a, a pandemic and is, I thought wow you know here I am <laughs> and you know this hasn't a pandemic hasn't happened in over a hundred years and here we here are <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that you know I've um like like I said for Bourbon County anyway we've worked more as a team rather than um than me just saying, well, this is what we're going to do, because I really feel like I need to reach out to those people who have um, more experience with their county, and um, also like the emergency manager or somebody like that um, who have um, that background. So I've, I felt like I've worked as, with it, as a team with them um, rather than um, you know going rogue or whatever on my own. If Bush were to come to shove, can you make those declarations or those emergency can you put those orders in place and then the county commissioners have to implement them? Where does the kind of that final... Well, okay, well, let me tell you. I don't know. Um, I've been asked this question a lot, so um, I'm going to go back to our statutes. Um, and this was something I... Um, so I'm not the only one that's been curious about... <laughs> no, um, I and I've been asked this a lot, but I'm, uh, I know that the, the bill that was... Um, that was brought to the governor had she had vetoed it so that was something that had said some something similar to uh, the local health officer was would have to bring their orders to the commissioners which they would have to have a meeting about before it would be approved so that was that was vetoed you've um, got the statutes right I here. do I have a <laughs> I don't know but you're gonna ask that um, but it, it goes back to saying the local board of health and the local health officer um, have the power or responsibility to deal with infectious or contagious diseases, including uh, to prohibit public gatherings when necessary, um, or quarantine, or uh, per- like preventative measures just uh, to prevent the spread of infectious or contagious and what diseases. Is, what is this document? That um, well, it's uh, KSA 65-119. Huh. Um, I, I don't know. You can look it up for yourself. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love. It's the statute of the local health officer. If you okay. just Google that of okay. Kansas, you'll get the same thing. I'll pull that it. up when yeah. I get back to the office. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's important just to kind of, for our listeners and readers to see where kind of is this chain of command and mm-hmm. where does the buck stop, you know, and sure. for things, because you're right, it's still here. It's not coronavirus isn't it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> you know, um, things are getting back to normal. But as I, you know, I kind of slipped, kind of slipped my mind. I almost, well, I tried to shake your hand when I came in. Well, not so, that it would, I wouldn't have, but you know. No, I think it's it's curious. Probably would remind myself, you know, to to go wash my hands or whatever. Well, but we need people. That's why like I've been trying to avoid that. <laughs>
question I had is, um, when you were at, in front of our county commissioners, I think it was on, on May 26th, you said that, um, that you obviously weren't able to predict this pandemic, nor were we staffed or equipped for it fully. Our shortcomings were unable to be avoided. Um, what were some of those shortcomings that you saw on behalf of the, you know, the Southeast Kansas Multi-County Health Department's ability to respond um, to this? Um, I, I would say, like, compared to other health departments, and um, we'll say, we'll take maybe uh, Crawford County, for instance, um, they're doing testing there at their, at their site, or they at least were, I'm not sure if they still are, I'm assuming they are, um, and so they have quite a few more staff, but then again, they have a greater population than we right. do as a whole, um, so that, you know, take you take that into account um so we i don't feel didn't feel that we would be able to do the testing that that other counties would be able to um just mainly because we didn't have enough staff and if uh say one of our nurses that was doing the testing um if she was to um come in contact or be exposed um then she would be out for two weeks and so you know where are only we? 13 of you guys, right? Uh-huh. It's a full, yeah. across mm -hmm. the four counties. Mm -hmm. And yeah. three of them are, um, are part-time. So, you know, um, so anyway, it's, yeah, we're, we're a small staff, and I didn't feel like that was something, hmm. um, it, we weren't able to, you know, hire, hire more people or anything like that, and, um, that was something I thought of because I've never dealt with anything like this before, and, but then again, who really has? Um, who is alive? <laughs> and, um, but having, you know, so much that is put out to social media or what exactly you need to put out to the, you know, to the public or, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job for the most part, but it almost is a full-time job in itself, putting all that out and then Cross not being, yeah, and not being able to take all those calls we don't have, you know, we just didn't, we do not have enough staff to take in all the calls that really that we've, or emails and texts and, you know, messages that we've received. So I've been putting it out on Facebook and then, um, I don't, I don't know, probably somewhere else, but uh, saying that, you know, if you have a question, please call the health department because it's just, like I said, it's about a full-time job just to, um, just to get all the questions answered and then also still do, you know, services that we provide. And so you've had everything. a wave of Facebook yeah. messages and, mm -hmm. you know, and I, f I feel emails. bad that we haven't been able to answer everybody's questions or comments, but there, there's just no way. And I, I thought, I hope people understand, and that's why I put that out there to just give us a call if you have a question. But um, that, I mean, you know, the call volume and then at, at other times, um, like, say, Bourbon County, for instance, um, uh, we had a, had a need, and I think Allen County at another time probably, just, um, just the number of testing that is being done, then you have to kind of follow up uh, and then possibly do any contact tracing or, or this or that that you might need to do. And so uh, at, at certain points, we've needed extra people kind of to help with, um, help with that aspect of it. And we have reached out to KDHE. So, um, but at this time, we're, we're doing, you know, fairly well, being able to keep up with it. But um, Have you guys had the ability to do any testing with COVID-19? Uh, we have not. We right. have not done any um, ourselves. So. But you've been referring people to other places. Mm -hmm. 
But you okay. think that would be important to have in the future if there were a fall well, wave? Or... I'm, I'm not saying it, that would be for the health department, but I know that um, probably a lot of places thought that it would be necessary for the health department to have that. Uh, but I feel like there's other places that do it, like, for instance, here in um, uh, Bourbon County, CHC is the, the main one who's doing it, and then if you show up to the, you know, the ER and are symptomatic, you know, you'll get tested, too, um, but I feel like Allen County and our other counties um, have uh, good means of being, you know, testing as well, so... Yeah, CHC um, has done the majority, or at least, mm -hmm. the, you know, they're the leader in terms of mm -hmm. testing residents in sure. Allen County. Yeah. yeah. I think they've done so, almost half. So I don't know if that's necessarily something we're going to be looking at, but I feel like people might have thought that's something we should have been doing, but um you know, we just it's just the num the amount of, you know, PPE involved, um the staff and um risk to staff, you know, it's just uh you kind of got away what's um going to be best and I feel like that felt like that they um, were probably able to handle the, you know handle that amount of uh, volume for each of those better than the better than we would because do you guys have PPE available to if somebody comes in and says hey I feel like I'm symptomatic or I'm worried that I might have been exposed to mm -hmm. what's we we do um, uh, we have a, a I guess I don't know if you say a limited supply um, but we, I felt like we were prepared that we had that on hand, but we didn't have enough to, you know, do any kind of testing where you'd have, you know, you would go through it quite a bit more than, mm -hmm. than you would on the average day. But, um, if someone was to show up here and say that, hey, I feel like, um, uh, I may have symptoms, you know, you know, kind of what they're, what they should do, um, you know, we would, you know, we would take precautions, and then um, if we would, probably the first thing we would do is refer them on to, you know, CHC and to call them first or something like that. Give but, them a heads up, uh -huh. hey, somebody who might have yeah. symptoms is coming. And yeah. if, if someone was to, you know, show up here, we would politely ask them to maybe go out to their car, and if they wanted to call us from there, they could, or something like that, um, to that effect, but um, that way... Um, not having that person who's potentially symptomatic in here, you know, be a little bit less risk if involved. Looking forward, are you um, concerned at all about with increased economic activity and, and kind of social distancing is, is still in place, but, you know, we, we've seen the photos of Lake of the Ozarks over Memorial Day weekend and, you know, kind of mm -hmm. seeing people traveling around a lot more lately. Um, do you think we're kind of uh, playing it fast and loose here, or, <laughs> or what do you think? Well, I mean, the concern is in the back of our minds, but, I mean, I just really, you know, have to emphasize to people that they need to be taking responsibility for themselves and their loved ones, you know, and then also, you know, the people they work with, too, um, because, you know, this, and like, like a lot of people told us, you know, this, you know, can't go on forever that we're, you know, um, you know, confined to only, you know, staying in a certain spot and not doing this or that, um, 
which is very understandable and you know but i yeah i'm i'm concerned you know but um you know i i also have faith that our community you know will make good choices and uh so far so far so good um since since the lake of the ozarks we haven't had any cases that we know of anyway and so i mean that may change today so who knows you know i mean just uh not saying that today is the the date that it would change but um you know but between now and then who knows what who knows what will happen but i feel like um uh i feel like we're prepared as a county and then as in all of our counties as a whole um at this point anyway, but um, I can't tell the future. So. But your message to residents is still to stay vi vigilant and, and yes. take the necessary precautions to, to protect yourself. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just curious because I think it's very quickly kind of like it's faded amidst all of the recent turmoil with protests. It's kind mm -hmm. of, you know, fallen from the front page of even our news, you know, but it's still definitely mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, I feel I feel that way too. My guess it's not gone, <laughs> but but I I know a lot of you know people are wanting to get back to their normal, but um, I you know we can't emphasize enough that you need to continue to um, you know take responsibility for yourself and your and your loved ones and everything. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. That's all the questions okay. I Okay. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah. Is it okay if I snap a photo or two? Sure. Registered is produced by the Iola Register. For more episodes, subscribe to Registered wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Registered or find us online at iolaregister.com slash registered. To support our work, please consider subscribing to the Register. You can find out more at iolaregister.com slash subscribe. And thank you.